1: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of that pregnancy podcast. Today we are talking about physical changes that surprise us during pregnancy, things that nobody tells you about to expect when you're pregnant. Uh, So, Amanda, hello. Yeah, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I am good, thank you. So we're talking. We have previously talked about postpartum changes that that we did not expect after we delivered. And I always think this is a fun kind of topic about talking about things that surprise us because it's always so fun to find out what other people experienced and didn't. And, and there are lots of surprises. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we, like, I, when we were talking about topics for episodes, we were like, let's do one where nobody tells you about pregnancy because everybody kind of knows the emotional side to pregnancy and, you know, the cravings. But there are a lot of weird things that happen to your body.
0: Oh, yeah. Like beyond weird. And and things that when you're pregnant, you're going, oh, my gosh, what is this? And then you like quickly look it up and you're like, oh, my gosh, this happens.
1: Or or you're like, oh, my God, this is so weird. I'm never telling anybody. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that too. And now (laughs) we're telling everybody.
1: (laughs) I know. And that's why people don't know that these things happen to you. Exactly. So I think we combined, we have a really large list, don't we? A
0: huge list. Yeah. And we probably could have gone on to some more, but we cut it. We had to draw the line somewhere.
1: Okay, so let's give us your first one. What What is your first surprising thing that happened to you while you were pregnant that nobody told you about? So number one was I don't have a lot of moles on my
0: body, but I have a couple, and I had a mole on my my breast near my nipple, and uh, too much information. <laughs> but the mole changed shape and so what was a flat little circle ended up being this like really weird shape i had it i actually had it removed because it was kind of on the bra line like where um where it kind of rubs a little bit like and on the band yeah like on the when it's going down in the v shape okay um so I ended up having it removed, and uh, so I went in, and the dermatologist was like, well, it just looks weird. She's like, there's nothing precancerous cancerous about it, or, and I said, I know, I said, I wasn't really concerned about it from a cancer standpoint, um, because I'm like, I knew I was pregnant, and it had happened because I was pregnant, but I said, it was irritating, and so I just wanted to have it removed. And it was such a weird shape that if it changed shape, I wouldn't have known that it changed shape. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it was kind of weird. So that was a a big surprise. Totally didn't expect that. Well, but then reading up afterwards, I found out that that happens because of all the blood flow in like the breast area and like the vagina area. So it's very common if you have stuff in those areas to have something like that happen.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you bring up that you had a mole change on your breast because my first thing that I have on my list is that I had no idea that you can develop skin tags. And then like I developed a skin tag on my breast at the base of my nipple when I was pregnant with Freya. And I didn't think much of it. Uh and then as I was pregnant, it grew. And after I had Freya, it had stopped growing in size, but it definitely impeded breastfeeding with her on that side. She really struggled. Mm -hmm. And then when I got pregnant with Finn, it um, continued to grow. It started growing again and to the point where it was really large and very uncomfortable and I ended up having to go see a breast surgeon and they removed it when I was four or five months pregnant um, just so that it was out of the way. Because there was no way that I would have been able to breastfeed because of the size of, of it. Because I knew that it had impeded Freya and it was absolutely going to impede this baby. Um, so they removed it. And again, not cancerous, but it's caused by the increase in hormones in your body while you're pregnant. And when I was looking into what skin tags, how they happen when you're pregnant, obviously hormones cause it, but then it's also common in areas where there's high friction. So on the breast, because of the bra, uh, in your groin, along your neck. Which was the same where the mole was. Yeah. And it's high friction areas, So along your neck because of collars or so high friction areas caused by hormone changes, but I was totally not, um, not, I had no idea about that. And then it was also very uncomfortable for me when I had my skin like when it was there, when I was trying to breastfeed, like I remember being over at your place when we were having a play date, we would have play dates and I was really uncomfortable about, breastfeeding on that side because I was embarrassed of having somebody seeing this skin type. because it looked like a second nipple? Because it was right at the base of my nipple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Nobody's and, staring at your boobs though, so. Well, no, but like, you know, know when I you're know with you're a group thinking. of friends, yeah. you take your, yeah. you know, you whip your boob out and then nobody thinks about it. But if you know, you look, and you're like, yeah. ah, you have a second nipple? Like, no, no, it's just <laughs> a skin tag. So yeah. self-conscious. But yeah, I had that removed. Well,
0: and it's funny because I ended up getting a skin tag in my butt, like in the <laughs> butt crack. And uh, this is after Caroline, and I had it removed when I had the mole removed. So, because it, it, again, was in a area that gets rubbed a lot and it would get irritated. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. So moles and skin tags, they grow. Yeah. <laughs> So my next thing that I had down was um, getting random shooting pains. So with the twins, I would get Charlie horses in the middle of the night. Oh, I did too. Yeah, you just wake up and you're like, ow, ow, ow. And you can't like move your leg. It was terrible. So then when I first got that, I had actually someone had told me that they had experienced it. So I was kind of tipped off on that one. But then with Caroline, I ended up getting – Uh, this random sharp pain in my glute, the doctor had told me that it was probably because I had stretched with the boys. So my ligaments were already kind of stretched out and sometimes you get extra pain from that. And the funny thing is uh, the one time Keith experienced it, we were in the kitchen, I was feeding the boys and all of a sudden I got the pain in my glute and I'm standing against the countertop, holding on, going, ow, 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 and I was heavily pregnant at the time, and Keith is going, oh my gosh, are you having the baby? (laughs) I'm like, no, shut up, ow, 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 (laughs) and then he's like, what was that, and I was like, it was the pain in my glute, and he was like, you're in that much pain from your glute, and I'm like, yes, like, I can't, I couldn't do anything, I was just in pain, so. Yeah. I don't know if you had
1: any random pains besides Charlie horses. Well, it's funny that you say that because I actually did, I had lightning crotch. I did experience lightning crotch. So obviously that's not the clinical name. I don't know what the clinical name is. Um, but it is int- intense, like intense shooting pains in your pelvis and in like, just, it's just in your pelvis. It's, it hurts and I visualize it as lightning strikes and it's caused by the pressure uh, and positioning of the baby. So if they're moving or descending lower, but so lightning crotch sorry, lightning crotch tends to go uh, late happen later on in pregnancy just because it's po- positioning of the baby, um, but really uncomfortable. That does not sound like fun. And the name sounds horrible. Yeah, but honestly, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it strikes, it just shoots, it's like, shoot. And then it's gone? And then it's gone, yeah. And so
0: just like, the last like it. a couple of seconds, like lightning?
1: Um, a couple of seconds, sometimes, you know, maybe more than a couple of seconds, but it's not, a, it, it is not like extended pains that would be, you would be associated with maybe Braxton Hicks, where... Mm-hmm you know, it's repeated and repeated and repeated. It's kind of like, shoot. I had it where it was just shoot, like a random shot, a bolt of lightning, essentially, on um, yeah. your pelvis. Well,
0: that doesn't sound like fun. No. So uh, one of the most random things that happened with me, again, I had to go to a plastic surgeon, uh, was I had to get a fused blood vessel removed from the end of my thumb. So what happened was, hold on, hold on. on. What is a fused blood vessel? So what happened was I pinched my finger and apparently this happened, like pregnant women, this is a common occurrence for pregnant women and young children where like blood vessels, they actually ended up attaching together. So when I pinched my finger, there was like, blood flow and then it all fused together and stuck to the end of my thumb so it was underneath the surface of the skin so but what happens is it won't disappear because they're already fused together so i actually had to go to a plastic surgeon and get it removed
1: so was it like a lump
0: (laughs) yeah it was like a lump it was like this it looked like a little pointy cone at the end of my thumb that's weird. And yeah, and it was caused because I was putting a necklace on and I pinched my finger and that did it.
1: No. Yeah,
0: something super, yeah, every day, something I would do every day, put a necklace on, thought nothing of it, pinched my finger on the clasp by accident and that did it. I had it after that and I couldn't even do up the car seat, like the boys' car seat. I so couldn't do it, it- up because it got yeah. in the way. Oh, okay, I was going to say does it did it hurt? It didn't hurt. It was just it would hurt if you touched it like and put a little bit of pressure on it, but I couldn't do up the car seat because anything you needed a thumb for, you couldn't do with this one uh, hand. Oh. Yeah. And I got it removed and then ironically I I had all these stitches in my finger and I called it Frankenfinger and, and it was right around Halloween that that I had it removed. So <laughs>
1: that's
0: weird. Yeah. So I had these like month old babies and this like finger that was
1: all frank and fingered up. Okay. Well, I don't have any more like surgery ones, but uh, one thing that I was totally blindsided by was when I was pregnant with Freya, I had excessive saliva. And to the point where like I would be teaching And my mouth would be filling up with saliva and that I would have to like actively be like, oh my God, like feeling like it was pooling in my mouth that I'd have to like either swallow it or I would have to like get a Kleenex and try and dry my mouth out. Really? Uh, Yeah. And it was so weird. And then when I talked to my doctor about it, um, said it was usually common in the first trimester, first three months or so um, because it's your body's way to protect like your mouth and your teeth um, from, and your throat from all the stomach acid that goes along with morning sickness. So oh. it's trying to wash away the acid. It was Interesting. Really, yeah, but I would be talking and I could feel the saliva pooling in my mouth. It was really weird. I didn't have it so much with Finn, but with Freya, I remember being at school and like teaching and being like, oh my God, my mouth is full, filling up with saliva.
0: So did it give you bad breath? No. No, because that apparently can happen during pregnancy too. You can get stinky breath.
1: Oh, really? I, I didn't. I didn't either. Yeah, but eh, interesting. No, but it was that weird sensation of lots of saliva in your mouth. Well,
0: speaking of kind of like icky body body things, um, I guess the whole thing is icky body things, isn't it? <laughs> um, I was incredibly gassy. Oh, me too. <laughs> Like, I mean, like, Keith was like, oh, my gosh, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm pregnant. (laughs) And then uh, he's like, is this, like, always going to be the case? I'm like, no, because, like, I was so gassy that sometimes it would just slip out. Like, I would just randomly fart.
1: (laughs) I don't think I was. (laughs) I was not that bad or I didn't have that much gas, I should say. I, on the other hand, had, like, really bad gas pains and was not able to fart, and so, like, I remember I would have to be in bed in, like, child's pose trying to, like, crunch my body out. to try and get it out, yeah, and try and ease it out. I struggled with that, and it was so uncomfortable. we were, so like, uncomfortable. Opposite
0: we were opposites. You had yeah. issues farting it out. And I was like, just <laughs> farting it out.
1: We are, we are classy, classy women. And, well, and I said, Nikki, it
0: was really bad when I was pregnant with the twins. And I said, it's cause I got two like farty little boys in, in my stomach. Right. <laughs> and you boys know are boys are with their toots and stuff. boys are the problem. <laughs> oh yeah. We are. classy. Uh, the other thing that I have with the twins is I was really hangry like, hangry.
1: Did you need to eat a Snickers? I needed, yeah.
0: (laughs) I needed more than a Snickers. Like, so we went to Las Vegas when I was probably 10 weeks pregnant, which sounds really weird that we went on this, we went on a family vacation to Vegas with my parents and my sister. We would meet them at like eight o'clock or nine o'clock to go out. And Keith would have to go get me breakfast before I had breakfast. I was that hungry. <laughs> like, yeah. And there was one point that I was like crying in the room because I'm like, oh my gosh, I am eating so much food. I don't know why. And Keith's like but you're just pregnant, honey. I'm like, yeah, but I said so I shouldn't be eating this amount of food. Lo huh. and behold, we didn't realize that I was actually pregnant with twins. So I don't not sure if it was the twins that made me so hungry because I was feeding two babies. Uh, but I didn't experience it with
1: Caroline. So,
0: yeah. (laughs) Did you have anything like that?
1: Um, like no hanger. I had, I would cry at like really random things and like be hysterical over like the silliest things. Like, um, I have Peter snapped a picture of me. I I'm a huge Downton Abbey fan and like loved it. And when I was praying with Freya it was the last season and it was the season finale. It was like two weeks leading into the series finale. And every time I'd see a commercial for the finale, I would start to cry and I just could not emotionally handle it. And then on the day of about, five hours before I woke up in the morning and I cried because it was the last, like the last episode, the final episode of Downton Abbey. I woke up in (laughs) tears the whole day. I was a hot mess. I have, um, Peter took a picture of me like three or four hours before the last episode. And like, I had tears streaming down my face. Like I was just so emotional. And then he has a picture of me after it happened. And I just like, it ended and I just, was hysterical and I'm a hot mess and I had to take my shirt off because I was so hot from from being so emotional and it was just sobbing sobbing so like uncontrollable beyond the point of a show ending I was just so out of control with my emotions or you were the crazy pregnant woman (laughs) yeah or Peter came home one day or came downstairs and I was doing the dishes and I was sobbing when I was doing the dishes and he's like, Oh my God, what's wrong? And I'm like, I didn't have my nap today. And I have a meeting tomorrow morning before school. And I didn't get to eat my snack. Like it was just like all these little things. And I was like, I hate doing the dishes. And I was just so hysterical because of all these like things. He was like, okay, then you need to go lay out on the couch and relax and watch something. Like I'll finish the dishes like this is not something we need to be crying over like try and control yourself
0: it just doesn't make sense to
1: them it doesn't make sense to us afterwards but oh no in the time like you know oh yeah it was a legitimate reason to be sobbing because I didn't have a nap that day and I'd be crying if I didn't have a nap sometimes I want to cry now if I don't get a nap actually I never
0: get a nap so what am I talking about
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh okay so going back to something more physically related. Uh for me, I don't know if you ever had this, but uh I with Finn was I got a lot of cavities when I was pregnant oh. with Finn. Oh. Yeah, didn't happen oh, with didn't have that Yeah. So when I went to my dentist and I got my checkup and everything and they were like, "Yeah, you are developing cavities." And then I went after I had been and they're like, yeah, those cavities were bad, are bad. Um, And it wasn't, and like, it's not because of, I don't brush my teeth. It's not because of what I eat. Like that's not it at all. Um, No, because when you're pregnant, you can have oral issues, right? Yeah, Yeah. you have oral health issues. And so that's exactly what my my dentist had said is that pregnant women are more susceptible to cavities because, hello, hello, our hormones Mm -hmm. are going crazy All hormonal <laughs> man hormone <laughs> when in Blood doubt, flow hormones when yeah. in doubt blame the hormones but um she said that the hormones imbalances cause the sensitivity in your teeth um, and can cause like gum and teeth sensitivity. But then also there's increased stomach acid in your mouth, which eats away at the enamel because you're of your morning sickness that can then make your teeth more susceptible to uh, cavities. So like all these things rolled into one, thanks to my son, I being pregnant with Finn, I had a whole bunch of cavities and had to get a lot of dental work done after. Um, oh, that sucks. Yeah, it really sucked. Yeah. At least you and I, benefits. And I, yeah, <laughs> but I don't like I am petrified. I I hate 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 the dentist. I have a great dentist, like she's wonderful, but I hate I it just scares me. I don't know why. It's just I'm not a dentist person. So any type of um dental care really freaks me out and really stresses me out. So finding out that Thanks to him, I had all these cavities. It really did stress me out, and I wasn't too happy about it. Yeah, that's not fun. No. Well,
0: with the with the boys, uh, this is another physical one. I had mummy thumbs. So I had pain in my hands, and I, with the boys, I always chalked it up to, like, getting out of bed and stuff. I was, like, carrying around all this extra weight, and whenever I'd use my hands to get out of bed, it would really hurt. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not sure if that is what caused it, but with Caroline, I didn't have it. And I thought I would,
1: but That's I didn't. In- That's interesting. Cause I know I did not have that, but I know my aunt also, my aunt had something along the lines of that where her hands and her wrists um, hurt. And it was almost to the point of like arthritis pain. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember, so I was 20 when my cousin was born. So uh, there's a 20 year difference between us. And um, I remember her saying, like, the doctors keep saying, like, it should go away after I have the baby. And it didn't to this day. So he just recently turned 13. And he, she still has that pain and probably will have that pain for the like forever now. And it's, Weak hand, weak hands, her wrists, or yeah, and it was caused mm. along the same lines of mommy thumb. Of caused, yeah, oh, yeah, mine
0: went away. It was just when I was pregnant, mm-hmm. but uh yeah, it was uncomfortable and it was like in the joints that it really, it was really noticeable.
1: So. Yeah, that's not but nice. no one told me
0: about that one.
1: No, okay. So I don't know. I thought this was pretty common, but then in talking with you, you were like, I didn't know this. Constipation? You yeah, didn't, I didn't experience it. Okay, so I did. And it's I had it for both pregnancies. And I always jokingly would t- say to Peter, like, or like usually after I'd have the baby, I'd be like, Thank goodness for all that constipation I had during pregnancy to just help me push that baby out. <laughs> <laughs> i had good practice try to get something <laughs> out. Um yeah, so like I was very consistently constipated in both pregnancies where you know, less frequent, harder to pass, uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. So, did you get hemorrhoids? No. I was lucky. I did not get hemorrhoids because hemorrhoids
0: are very common when you're pregnant.
1: Yeah, I did not get hemorrhoids, but I do know yet again that when I asked about the constipation, guess who causes it? Hormones. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> hormones causes everything. Yeah, hormones cause it because no. the hormones slow down your digestive tract and system and then well that makes sense yeah but yeah I was constipated for most of my pregnancy yeah I didn't
0: have any trouble going to the bathroom and I didn't get hemorrhoids when I was pregnant with the boys but afterwards I got hemorrhoids and I actually chalk it up to that first really difficult poop that you have after yeah that's when I got it. And I remember going in to see ROB after the fact. And I was like, uh, I, I ended up getting some hemorrhoids like afterwards. And he's like, Yeah, he's like, hemorrhoids can happen at any time. I'm like, Yeah, but I'm like, I made it through the pregnancy with no hemorrhoids. <laughs> like, why did this happen now?
1: Oh, well, you know what? Actually, now that you say that, I think I did after Finn, I think I had internal hemorrhoids.
0: Oh, very, very possible. Yeah. yeah. Now that you say, say that. They say uh, it can also be caused like when you push, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're in actually giving birth, that can cause you to have hemorrhoids. But of course, I had a C-section. Mm-hmm. So I was going, I'm going great. I, got, I didn't get any during my pregnancy, had a C-section. And then I have uh, the first really difficult poop and I get hemorrhoids. But apparently it's, like, super common during pregnancy to get hemorrhoids. Huh. So, and I do I did, know a few people who had hemorrhoids. I did not know that. Um, the other thing that I ended up getting with the twins was I ended up getting dizziness. And so I – it was around 10 weeks pregnant. I ended up getting dizzy. I, like I couldn't, like, stand up dizzy. Like, I was on the couch um, for the day. And then even the next day I was lying on the couch. And at this point I had Googled it and it said, lie on your side. And it had to do again with blood flow and hormones and stuff. So uh, the second day I ended up feeling better and we ended up going and buying a snoogle, which is one of those big, huge pregnancy pillows that helps you keep you on your side. And after I got my snoogle, I ended up being fine. So apparently lie on your side if you start to feel dizzy but being dizzy is pretty common in pregnancy as well which I did not know
1: I have heard about the dizziness as a symptom of pregnancy yeah yeah, I have I did know that well
0: I I didn't and so then when I was dizzy and falling over I was like what the heck
1: so (laughs) yeah it happens Uh, another thing that I was not prepared for (laughs) Which I was like, oh God, this is so gross, Um, which is ironic. But uh, leaking. All this stuff
0: is so gross.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) Well, I just like, I thought it was really strange that in my third trimester, like when I was pregnant with Freya, my boobs started leaking. Um, And they were leaking colostrum, like this, the yellow, yellow. Really? Yeah. So, did you have to like buy like breast pads? I guess I could have. At that point? I guess we I could've, but let's be honest, I wasn't prepared for anything when I was pregnant with friends. So <laughs> why true. would I yeah. be have the foresight to buy breast pads? Um, <laughs> no, like I remember being I would like take my bra off and just inside the cup I'd be like, Oh, there's a little bit of like it just like it you could see a cir- a circular print. Um mm. and or I'd get out of the shower and I could look down and there was like this white yellow yellowy white substance on my nipple and it was colostrum and which again is totally normal and is caused by hormones specifically Mm -hmm. the prolactin uh i think it's the hormone prolactin yeah because prolactin is the one that is responsible with breast like milk production so -hmm. it just means that your body is starting to get going that and that prolactin is starting to get pumping to prepare you for birth and like breastfeeding I had thought that it was like a sign that you were going to have your baby early. Oh, not, really? It's not the case. Yeah, um, but you did have your babies early. Yeah. I, did, yeah, I did. But when I asked our doctor about it, he had said, no, it's just your body just kicking in and hormones going.
0: That's interesting. Cause I totally didn't have that experience, but I also had issues breastfeeding. So hmm. not surprising
1: over here. Right. So. But I don't think like, I don't know, but I wonder, I would be interested to know if there is a correlation between leaking breasts and success of breastfeeding. If you try, I don't know. There's probably not. Let's put it this way. Keith had to milk me at the
0: hospital. So that's okay. I was milked too. I've been milked (laughs) by many people. (laughs) Uh, Um, I only have one more left.
1: Do you have any more left on your list? I have one more as well okay go ahead okay so mine is kind of sticking with the themes of our breasts and (laughs) so um super 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 sensitive nipples and breasts and breast tissue did you have this no I didn't no okay so like I had crazy crazy sensitive nipples Both kids I really remember it with Freya, but yes, actually, probably with Finn as well, I think I knew how to deal with it better with Finn, so it didn't stand out as like the shocking revelation. Um, so it was so bad, like my nipples were so sensitive that like when I would have a shower, I would have to put a cloth, wear a towel, or a cloth over my breast. So that the water stream would not touch my nipples because if it touched my nipples, like either I would scream or I would like jump out of the way because of the sh- the enormous really? amount of pain. It was horrible. That does yeah. not
0: sound like fun.
1: <laughs> no, it was terrible. And like my breasts were very tender as well, um, like the tender breast tissue, which I th- think is a very common early sign of pregnancy like early symptom of pregnancy mine continued quite a ways into my pregnancy Um, so when
0: you once you delivered did you still have the same issue
1: no because my breast issues morphed into rock hard boobs right when my milk came in so
0: yeah, you seem to have, like, all these, like, different breast-related uh, experiences, eh? <laughs> Sensitive nipples, leaking nipples.
1: Tearing of my
0: nipples. Tearing, rock-hard yeah. boobs, because yeah. they get bored.
1: Like, yeah, Like, yeah, I am not the... N- <laughs> yeah, my breasts are not lucky. So you didn't have any, like, breast or nipple sensitivity?
0: No, none of that. But again... I, I couldn't breastfeed so maybe, that does, maybe that's all related <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably not know. probably not but you never know we'll just to take a poll of people who breastfed versus not breastfeeding yeah
1: <laughs> yeah to all our listeners let us know what was your experience with nipple and breast sensitivity exactly were you able to breastfeed after
0: here's the poll yeah uh, okay, so, so I only have, I have just the one left, but okay. it, I actually didn't experience this. One of my very good friends experienced this and it's pregnancy mask. And I didn't know that you could get this thing called pregnancy mask. And what is it? It's basically dark spots on your skin oh. and they're, they supposedly fade over time. Some people quicker than others. And her daughter is 13 and she still has traces of it in the summertime. Hmm. So in the wintertime, you would never notice anything, and then she sometimes gets a little bit of it back in the summertime. So apparently with the pregnancy mask, you could go to the dermatologist and get some fancy treatments done to kind of help get rid of
1: it. I've never heard of that.
0: Yeah, and hers, it was like a good portion of her her face it it was discolored. So that, that one I totally didn't know about. No. Until she had it happen, so...
1: I, this is why I love talking to other women about like their pregnancy experiences because like everybody is so different in their experiences and like we all have a body. Everybody's body is so different and like yeah. their experience is so different like fascinating to me to know what people go through. Well and the thing is so many people
0: are kind of afraid to talk about I, I guess your body Yeah, Yeah. and your changes during pregnancy and stuff. So, you know, I'm kind of glad that we're having this conversation so that when someone gets a ginormous skin tag, either on their nipple or between
1: their butt cracks, (laughs) they know that other people (laughs) have experienced it too. Right? Yeah. Well, Uh, yeah, like, literally nothing that we've talked about today, like, in this week's episode is glamorous. Like, this does not look good on us in any way, shape, or form.
0: But But the thing is, this pregnancy.
1: Well, yeah, it's the reality of it. Like, like, and I remember going through these things being like, Oh my God, what is wrong with me? Like, because nobody told me that my boobs are going to be leaking before I have a baby or I'm going to have pools of saliva in my mouth.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then when it happens, you're like, Oh my gosh, is this normal? And like, you're trying to figure it out. So Anyways, hopefully the people listening when this happens, they'll be like, hey, it happened to Katie and Amanda, so.
1: I'm at least a little bit better prepared. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for an upcoming show, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Life Moms Club. Until next time.